person was an extremist. Everything this and everything that. When person slipped, they said, I always fall. When person bit their tongue unexpectedly, it seemed like an everyday occurrence. When person was late, you think they always was late. When person, you know what, I, I can't, I can't, I can't do this. It's, it's time for a true confession, y'all. It's time I truly come clean. There's so many things I don't share. I haven't shared about myself due to their extreme personal nature. There are things I haven't shared with anyone simply with fear that it might change the parameters and direction of our relationship, but that's got to stop. And I've been debating over this podcast break that today's the day. I have to be honest. Hi, my name is Terrence, and I'm an extremist. I take things to the extreme even when they aren't that bad. I describe daily situations people endure with embellishments to make my situation seem more severe. Maybe to me it was. It's easier always this way and never that way or I never get picked or I'm always chosen. I'm always sick and never well or hardly if ever do I get a chance to do whatever the thing is. I'm an extremist. I don't always see the positive, so I may be a little pessimistic. This is why I often miss how much I actually win. Personally, I don't know why. It could be from being a child, watching my big brother get things I wanted and enjoy benefits of being the oldest, and I coveted his blessings. It could be that in those days I didn't remember the win. Coming second means I had a chance to see his mistakes and learn from them so I don't get the same punishment. But instead of celebrating that win, that positive, I wanted what he had, perhaps. So with that mindset, I never had what I wanted. Everything was his and everyone was happier than I was. I can recall mom purchasing the first game set in the 80s that I can recall anyway, the Atari. Cool little game set with a a handle, one controller you plug into the TV, those old box TVs from the 80s. Bro and I would watch mom play Centipede, Space Invaders, and other games we'd never seen before on that old TV. And mom wasn't a pro. The game was new. It looked like she played it before, but of course she was better than us. We are 20 years younger than her. Bro would get a shot next after that. And he's a year or so older than me. And I swear he was as good as mine from my perspective. I recall looking on, placing myself into the game, playing through their hands. I'd dodge this way and that way, and I'd win because... I could see to move this way and that and miss the attack and I'd shoot so much better until what? Huh? My turn? Controller in my hand. I was certain I had this in the bag until the round began. I could see the boxes moving, the bad graphics, my character not dodging to my commands or dodging too much 
always lost. I always lost fast. I could never last long. I lost the worst. I could never leave my initials at the end because I never got a chance to clear a stage. Never got the better score. Everyone did better than me. I didn't see the win. I remember being in school. Classmates all around, similar ages, birthdays, maybe around the same time of the year. I'm an October baby. But I can recall being in a math class and teacher describing to us a new technique, a new way of solving a problem. Was it math anymore? Because now we've got letters. I thought that was English class. But no, now we've got letters with numbers, with time signatures, and signatures. I'm, I'm in the music world now, so here I go. It's another thing that I always mix up is mixing up my words. But now we're in algebra, pre-algebra, algebra one something, and I can recall we classmates sitting there, teacher showing a new way to work out this weird problem, and then I can hear my name getting called. Terrence, come up here and show us how to work this out. I remember the sigh, the heavy sigh, and I can recall grabbing my book and going taking those steps I felt like my shoes were brand new like they were so heavy like I'd been sitting for so long had my leg fallen asleep any excuse I could think to find my head rushed with blood as I got to the to the front of the of the classroom and the teacher passed me that piece of chalk that seemed that chalk always seemed to stick to your fingers maybe it was just me but I remember so much focusing on I always got called when I wasn't ready and of course, I was always the only one. And ever being up there, I remember the wrong way to work it out. And I got called out. And I felt so embarrassed in front of the classroom. Closed my book and just headed back to my desk and sat down. Embarrassed. Embarrassing memory. But I didn't focus on the win. And like I said before, mixing up my words... There's one particular embarrassing moment I haven't shared with, but maybe two or three people in my life. And then the people who were there know. So hopefully they're supporting the podcast and they hear they know what I'm talking about. There was a time my mom had a van, one of those older, I don't know if you're Chevy. I think it was a Dodge van. I believe it was when we still had the big brown one. And it was five of us children already. You know, my baby brother, uh, you know, my second to youngest brother, my sister, our brother older than me and me out second. And my mom, you know, invited, you know, a couple of other new members from the church that we were supporting that we were going to, you know, our church. And my mom picked up a few of them, young ladies, some older than us, some at about our age. I don't know if it was three, four other people in the vehicle in the van with us. And we were headed to the park. And at the time, my baby brother, uh, you know, he was, I don't know, one, two, three years old, real, real young. But we're getting to the park and I knew I wanted to go play and do my thing with my brother, my big brother. So I had to prepare. And I couldn't figure out why my baby brother, we were rushing out so fast, but he didn't have on, you know, the bottom coverings to his feet. He didn't have on his, 
you know, the coverings to your feet that you need to use. And I saw them, but I was trying to encourage my baby bro, put those things on your feet. We were almost at the park and I didn't want to leave him behind in the car. You know, I mean, in the van, I was ready to go. And through all of people's talking and however quiet the music was, I remember blurting out, hey, bro, put on your shocks and sues. And then I could hear the laughter. I could hear my brother's, my older brother voice. I can hear the other girls and new members of the church giggling. And I felt so embarrassed because I had mixed up shocks and sues with socks and shoes. It was embarrassing. And many other times in my life, I would use the wrong word. I would use the wrong tense of a word. I would misspell a word and have to reconsult my grammar. It's just, I I just seem like I could never get something like that right. Words. My focus was on my perspective. What I saw at the moment, you know, what was currently in my face. Like I said, I couldn't see the wind. I only focused on how what was happening was affecting me at the time, operating in my feelings. And even when reviewing my music, I'm a writer, I write music. There's so much I have written that I've never released. There's so much I've written that I've never shared with anyone else. And there's some that I have, but it doesn't seem to sell very well. Well, songs I feel are masterpieces. But from my view, maybe need a little bit of work to be accepted by others. I breached my comfort zone and formatted a few of my records to share with people I trust, people whose views I, you know, I believe, I rely on, whose views have proven profitable for others. Well, they've got to be credible. Yes, there was honest criticism coming back. And yes, some words touched my ego. I mean, they are my songs, my creations. But all in all, I heard compliments. Records I thought needed serious work, I was told, were built well formatted well maybe just needed a little touch up compliments like brilliant ideas i feel the melody that song in particular took me somewhere i had to think to myself what happened the compliments the optimistic glance the following plans to put my songs after edits in front of many people and an open-minded positive look at the prospects what was happening Had I been looking at all my efforts through dirty lenses? Had I been overcritical of myself all along? Had I been blinded? I looked back at my songs. I looked back at how I'd mixed up my words in the past. I looked back at getting called up to answer when I wasn't quite ready. Even playing solos at church when I hadn't really stored up enough practice to give me the confidence. I looked back at losing playing the Atari my pessimistic perspective held me back from building confidence prevented me from learning priceless lessons instead of valuing myself for taking a chance and learning from the losses I only saw what I'd lost racked it up with the other losses since I don't win in my mind and in my eyes I couldn't see when I had I'd actually done well making history playing the Atari, the new game. I could have enjoyed sharing those moments with Anita Baker playing in the background with mom and bro, but I was too busy judging myself to enjoy the win. 
I actually learned from getting called on when I wasn't ready. I was daring enough to get up when some other classmates passed or came up with excuses, especially the time I got called on to play a particular song as solo in church. I remember in detail, I'd only gone through the song a few times after I learned how to play it. And then I was called to play it in church. My music leader said, play that song. I said, I wasn't ready. He said, perfect time, play it. So I played it the best as I could, best I could remember. I remember when I opened up my eyes at the end of the song. All I recall seeing, some people with their eyes closed, some people standing up, a light applause, but I felt deep in my heart that I'd given my all to God. I felt a more fulfilling feeling than the loudest applause we'd ever gotten in high school band. And I couldn't celebrate the win. I just didn't see it then. And mixing up my words actually led me to learning new ones. It led me to creating some in the books that I'd written. Mixing up my words made the moment hilarious for some around me and boosted my confidence. I felt comfortable making a mistake. I felt comfortable misspeaking or mispronouncing. Actually learned French, learned Spanish, learned some German, learned different accents because I was mixing up my words. I felt a little weird at first, but mixing up words created essential memories leading me to this moment and my music. Or should I say music God inspired me to write what he blessed me to write with the gifts he'd given have been health to me. And when they are shared, when they are shared, I go mixing up words, when they are shared will certainly be health to those who hear. The perfect bass line or not, perfected in a polished solo or best version when I felt more connected to my music. It's time to celebrate the win, celebrate the successes, celebrate what I call successes. So for you, those who are listening, those who have heard, those who have been paying attention, those who are still with me at the end of today's podcast, I know it's been a while since October. A lot's happened in my life. There was a fire at my home where I was staying. And I was moving out and it was a hard time to deal with the fire, the fire department, moving, the stress, the pressures, the time restraint. It was hard. But if I had focused on the negatives and the losses, the things that had burnt up, I wouldn't be where I am now, in a room that me and my son padded up for recording. I wouldn't have the equipment that I have, which is not much, but enough to keep this thing rolling. I wouldn't be keeping it together like the song I'd written. And I thank all those who have encouraged me to this point in my life. Look back, because when you find yourself struggling and fighting and always going from one thing to the next thing, With the cloud over your head, always thinking of what's the next thing I got to do and writing out your lists and and every next step you got to make is so daunting and, and it can be overwhelming and it can.
can be this way because you have not stopped, paused, look back, and celebrate your wins. How'd you get to where you are? Yes, I, I look back and I say, Lord, I thank you for how you've helped me. I thank you for how you've blessed me. But also I can look back and say, Lord, I, I, have, I have to also look at me and say, well, Terry, you're resilient through that situation. You didn't stop. You didn't freeze up. You didn't quit. The times that you actually quit, that's not the last thing you did. After all of those quits, you got up. You plugged in three different microphones to find the one that's going to record the best is what you have right now. Until you get better, use what you have. Celebrate your wins. Yes, I got these so I can choose which one is the best. Well, this is best right now. It's not going to stop me from doing what I'm doing. Celebrate the win. And when you look back and you've got all the things that you were trying to get when you were fussing and whining and complaining, you look back and remember, hey, through the journey, I celebrated when I passed a certain stage, when I got through a week and things may have been hard and rough and I gave God his praise and his honor and his due and his acknowledgement. But then I also said, you know what? I'm proud of myself. I may have quit. I may have sat down. But the last thing I did was got up and got back at it. So if I can do anything else to encourage those who may be downtrodden, sad, depressed, you got your OCD acting up, you in your feelings or whatever might be going on, whatever this moment may have found you or caught you in, pause for a moment, give God the glory, celebrate the wins. That'll help you move forward knowing. That'll help you looking back through all of these things knowing you got this. Till the next moment.